I V M. Welcome to a very, very special episode of the Geek Fruit Podcast. I am Jishnu and I'm joined today by Janam. Hello. Hi. Hi. So, this is interesting. This is JJ on JJ. This is our episode about Jessica Jones Season 2. I've been really looking forward to this for a long time. Uh, but it turns out that none of the other guys uh, wanted to watch the show. <laughs> I'll admit, I also kind of struggled. I know that you saw both seasons. Together. Together, which in is insane. Go. Because, I mean... Ever since we started doing Geek Fruit, every time uh, particularly Marvel shows have come out on Netflix, we've always sort of had to take a big, deep breath because I've had experiences where when we did the Luke Cage episode, if you guys want to go back and hear that one, if you've seen Luke Cage season one, I ended up having to watch it all 13 episodes in 36 hours. Oh. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't recommend it to my worst enemy. Why I, I really, that? I mean, I... You know, like, I re- I'm a big fan. I liked, I liked the MCU and I like the Netflix uh, iteration of Marvel. Hmm. And I like Luke Cage, but nothing is going to be good when you try to, like, cram it in. I was literally, like, pounding coffee at five in the morning just so that I could finish. I had to set an alarm to wake up in time to watch a show so that I could talk about it on the podcast. These are the things we do for you guys. We bleed through our eyeballs. So that we can watch these shows. Uh, How was the show about Luke Cage? Luke Cage. You haven't seen it's it, right? No. So we need to get into this. So okay. just, But first off, before we get any further, guys, this is a full spoiler uh, episode. So full spoiler warning. We're going to get into details of season one and season two. We waited a little bit. This is what we tell ourselves. So we have a clearer conscience. We weren't lazy and didn't watch season two in a timely fashion because we wanted to give you guys time to watch it as well because we assumed that nobody else was going to watch all 13 episodes in like 48 hours, like we so naively thought about 100 episodes ago when we did that for Luke Cage. But so, yeah, you haven't seen no either. I really like Luke Cage. So you haven't seen anything else on the Netflix? I started watching a bit of The Defenders after I completed Jessica Jones. Okay, uh, season one or season two? Of, of Jessica, Jessica Jones. Of season two, yeah. I finished so, the whole show. And okay, I... so you saw all of season one and two of Jessica and then you went back to Defenders. Yeah, so a lot of people told me like, yeah. how are you watching season two yes. without... But... I have so many questions for you. <laughs> but, go I, on. I, I said I could follow what's happening on Jessica Jones without having to refer to... Sure, yeah. 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 You, don't, you can follow everything, that's never the problem. Yeah, but I, but... I read somewhere there were a few references yeah, of that's... the Defenders, but not too many. No, that's something that people have been talking about. We'll get into that in just a second, that there weren't really that many, if any, really major hmm. references to the Defenders or anything else. Which but, worked well for me because I yeah, exactly. Yeah, it, you, yeah. So you didn't, you didn't miss out, so yeah. go you. <laughs> but um, no, so then tell me why was this the only one you wanted to see? Why was Jessica Jones the only show you wanted to see off the crew? Maybe there's, because there's some there was, pretty obvious reasons. Yeah, but like I mean, maybe because there was a female sure. lead in it. Yeah. That was one. Also, uh, it just seemed pretty interesting. And it, it was like, I started watching the first season when season two was already out. Mm-hmm. So I just thought I'll binge watch the show. Mm-hmm. And, and all the better for it. Were you, were you, was it a good decision to binge two seasons? Yeah. Back to back? So, uh, okay. So, as in, it, it is pretty heavy. So yeah. like, uh, expect nightmares and mm-hmm. of murders and traumas. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. Cool. I prefer binge watching darker shows. <laughs> yeah. 
Great, we're getting amazing insights. Um, well, no, so definitely the first season is super bingeable, and yeah. I've I've gone on record to say multiple times. Anytime somebody tries to binge a Netflix show that's in the ten to thirteen episode range, hmm. I always advocate for doing three sittings for per season. So you break it up into three acts because every story, ideally, okay. is made into a three act story. So, like, a 90-minute movie is in the 30 minutes, 30 to 60, 60 to 90. Right. Those, that's your main flow. And when it comes to a 10-episode or 13-episode arc, hmm. at least what I do is I binge it in three to four-hour sittings. And that way, okay. at least, I don't lose my shit completely when I try <laughs> to keep a track of what's happening. Which was, I will admit, was a bit of a problem for me with this particular Lookage. season. No, no, no. Okay. With this season, with this season of okay. uh, Jessica Jones. How, how long did you watch... Yeah, so that's the thing, right? So I was really excited for Jessica Jones coming out. I'm a big fan of the first season. I loved the first season. Um, So I was really excited for it. It came out, it's been like a month, maybe six weeks now since it came out. Yeah. Um, And I forget what exactly was out when uh, it released, but at the time... I think March 8th or something, March. Yeah, early early March. March, There was was some stuff going on, some other stuff that we had to watch at the time. I forget what now because it's just all a friggin' blur at this point. But um, yeah, I didn't rush to watch it because I was just too busy doing things. But I did. I watched the first episode. Now, the thing about the Netflix Marvel shows is that apart from like maybe Daredevil and Punisher, Daredevil season one and Punisher season one, um, they all are kind of known for being a little slow to start. Okay. And then they pick up and then it gets great. And then they've all pretty much consistently, Defenders included, have had a week-ish third act. Okay. Like the final couple episodes have always been a little... Mm, uh, like, for instance, in Luke Cage, I think unanimously everybody loved Cottonmouth, um, who was the main antagonist. And then I'm not going to get into any spoilers of anything else. But so Yeah, please it, don't. It, it, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, get yeah. to those shows later. Of course. So, yeah. you know, that's a good example of just a show that starts really well and then the final couple episodes just, just funnel out. And I was just thinking, well, meh. Anyway, so what I'm getting at is this uh, show started hmm. arguably weaker than any of the other shows I've seen. This this season okay. uh, started weaker than any of the other shows in any season I've seen, which really surprised me. Because uh, how far did you get into Jessica Jones and uh, into The Defenders? One episode. You're just one episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Have they all met? Have they all teamed up no, yet? No, they haven't. No, the, okay. I watched till that earthquake part. Sure, sure. And okay. Yeah. Well, okay. I don't want to get into spoilers of that either. Mm-hmm. But I mean, it's. I don't think it's a spoiler to tell you that the chemistry between them is great, and okay. it's fun to see them all together because the banter and all that, blah blah blah. So that's cool. But um, this one, when it started off, uh, I was really excited to see what's going to happen post Defenders. What's okay, the wait. Fallout? I have a question. Yes. Do Jessica and Luke Cage hook up in Defenders? Um. Do they? They may... I'm trying to remember. I can't recall, which means if they did, it wasn't that big a deal. Okay. They might just like randomly because they were a thing in season one. Yeah. So maybe Okay. it's, it's a blur. Okay. It genuinely is a blur. That's kind of a, a problem with these shows. <laughs> like all the Marvel Netflix shows are shot so similarly. They're on the same setting. Mm. A lot of the places like that Josie's Bar keeps coming up. Right. A lot of stuff happens in the exact same place. It looks exactly the same. So it literally just melds into one. Okay. Which brings me to the fact that there was no defend. There was no significant defenders mention in this one. Mm. So I'll tell you that the moment where I got reinvigorated uh, to keep powering through this, like I said, the first episode was a, it was cool-ish, but it was a bit of a snooze for me because... Um, 
something that we'll we'll get into more towards the end of this episode is the 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 cosmic perspective that the MCU is in right now. A really cool thing about Jessica Jones season one is this whole noir vibe and it's a private eye she's a detective all that mm. stuff is is neat it's cool it's very unique to her they're not really doing that too much with any other superhero at least but the defenders just happened like you saw there's a freaking earthquake that is induced in the defenders and far more insane nonsense happens okay iron fist has literally like dimensional not dimensional but like cross planet warping where the guy just magically appears in tibet and comes back and things like that happen Obviously, in the movies, you have Doctor Strange, now Thanos is around the corner. All these hmm. giant things are happening. And I was really taken aback by how insular this season was and how small it was to her own perspective and her own story and her own past and whatnot. So the first episode starts really kind of vague. You're not really sure what they're setting up. Right. Um, because I think like that, one of the coolest things about this season was the fact that there was no villain per se. Hmm. There was, you know, there was a, that, I can't even say anti-hero of, like, the mom. Like, the mom was literally a murdering, on a murderous rampage at one point. But I mean, like, she is a mom. So it's like, hey, give her a second chance. Well, you directly dived into the end of it. Cool. I know I did. I I get ahead of myself. I'm excited. But what I'm getting at is that, like, the first first episode is vague. Yeah. And then six episodes later, you're like, oh, that's where we're getting to. Yeah, it, it took it took six episodes. Yeah, right? I, exactly. I feel the same way. I don't think it should have taken that long to yeah. get in. And I feel um, introducing her mom should have happened a little earlier on the, in the season, yeah. so she could have had some more screen time. Yep. And they killed her off too soon. They killed her off too soon. As in, I don't think they she killed her off in the last episode, didn't they? Which is soon. They, oh, they you mean they should have just kept her going? Yeah, ah, it, right, or right, at right. least for, for the first half of the next sure. season. Well, see, that's another thing. Again, just for perspective. Yeah. The fact that she was as strong as she was, yeah. right? She could literally break Jessica Jones in half. Like, with just like one fist, she can crush her skull. She mm. is like, now we don't really have a scale for these things, but it's just like nerdy fan fighting amongst ourselves. Like, who could beat up the other guy? Like that age-old yeah, so schoolyard thing. Yeah. So, I mean, like, so we know that like, for instance, Captain America is nothing but super strong. That's his thing. He's mm-hmm. been injected with a serum and he's just really strong. Yeah, his heart and his will and all that, that's what makes the character beautiful. But when it comes down to the brass tacks of what is your superpower, mm-hmm. his superpower is, I'm really strong. What is Jessica Jones' superpower? Really strong. Yeah. Cool. Who would win in a fight? Probably Captain America, just because he's a more important character, quote unquote. But when Jessica Jones' mom comes in, mm-hmm. she can kick her ass seven different ways. So are we saying that she is on the same level of abilities as the actual Avengers. You know what I mean? Like, how, mm. how strong is she? So when, when she's introduced and she's made out to be such a threat, such an immense threat, a threat that uh, Jessica didn't have in the first season, Kilgrave is not that kind of a villain. Yeah. He's not the kind of a villain. If they got into a fist fight, there's no question, right? Mm. Um, so when they made her out to be so strong, I was really curious. Like, yeah, if they, are they going to keep her around? If they keep her around... Are we not going to address the fact that in your TV world of Marvel Universe, hmm. there's somebody that is clearly 10 times stronger than everybody else? That's kind of weird. So that was one thing that really had my head rushing the, the entire time. of Just like, where are we? Because the Defenders happened and the Defenders yeah. can't be forgotten about. You can't just brush that away. But um, they haven't announced anything about a second season of the Defenders yet. Okay. And throughout the entire season of JJ, there was no mention of the fact that all that stuff went down. And um, 
I don't want to say too much about it, but the team up that happens eventually it's basically just going to be when you finish watching defenders you'll see that it's mm. it's Luke Cage and Iron Fist who in the comics are um they have their own brand that the heroes for hire um so they are known as a team up duo okay. and then you have Daredevil and Jessica Jones and they go about doing the it's more like Jessica Jones has a full-time lawyer on her side when she has Matt Murdock with her cuz okay. JJ goes out to go do a private investigation stuff in the mm. middle of the defenders plot and Matt Murdock follows along with like, yeah, well, I mean, I'll make sure that you don't do anything too illegal and I'll, you know, save your ass if you need it. Right. So that was really cool to see. So we know that they have a connection. As you know, Luke Cage mm. and JJ have a thing in the past. Mm. None of that comes up. And it's just like that at this point, at this late in the game, when we're 10 movies in, Infinity War is right around the corner. You can't deny that happening. I mean, I talk about it all the time. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. are literally in future there's 70 years in the future and jumping between dimensions and like time travel and space and time and everything in between. So like if everything else in the MC, in the Marvel world is going big scale cosmic because Thanos is Thanos and that's happening, hmm. it was really pretty disconcerting for me that nothing was being referenced, which I thought was strange because all the other shows in Netflix so far have had some um, recognition at least of the fact that like bigger things are happening yeah. But I'm a street-level hero, so I'm just going to deal with what I know, which is fine, which is totally fair. But it was just odd that that didn't happen. Anyway, the one good thing I will say that I like, which I always enjoy seeing. About season two? About season two. The one really nice thing is Foggy Nelson. Now, you haven't okay. met this guy. Do you know any idea who I'm talking about? You've seen I, him I in mean, season two. You did okay. see him, but I don't think you know who he was because you haven't seen Was Dead he Apple. the cop? Who, mm, uh... No, no. He was just a random cameo in season in uh, in episode three, I think it was, right after um, Carrie Ann Moss. What's her name? Um, Jerry Hogarth. Jerry, right after she has a confrontation with her um, colleagues, with her peers, the ones that yeah. also own the company with her, and they give her a buyout and say, "Please leave," and she's like, "No, I'm gonna fight." And blah, blah, blah. And she throws a tantrum, goes back to her office, and mm. a little uh, pudgy blonde man walks in and goes, "Hey, I can help you." And she just shoos him away and says, you're just a guy who oh. I gave a sec- like I gave a helping hand to. Okay. He's Matt Murdock's BFF. And so he okay. plays a big part in Daredevil. And I have said time and time again, I think he is the best thing that has happened to the entire Netflix Marvel world. I need more Foggy. I will deal with Foggy any day, every day. He's, like, he's just like the, the, the greatest character because I just think like he's the most compelling of the lot. And you see him for like all of two seconds. Towards the end of the season, when... Um, Jerry gets a gun. Yeah. That random, like, black dude that she meets below the bridge hands her a gun. Oh, yes. He's uh, BFFs with Luke Cage. So all the side okay. characters keep coming back. This, I, If I'm not mistaken, uh, I think this might be the first season of the entire Netflix world where uh, Rosario Dawson's character hasn't showed up. Claire Temple? Have you met her in Defenders yet? Not yet. Okay, do you know who Rosario Dawson is? No. You know what she looks like? Well... She'll make an impact when you see her because she okay. always does. She's again what introduced. What character does she play on Claire Temple, who is a nurse, and she okay. somehow um, she's ended up being the most consistent character in the Netflix world, which is great to have because, like, as you've seen so far, they don't really acknowledge too much about the other series and the other seasons that are happening. Right? They barely mm-hmm. acknowledge the movies, let alone the other seasons. But Rosario Dawson's character has been consistent throughout everybody's shows. She was introduced in Daredevil season one. She was oh. an integral part of Daredevil's plot. 
and then became very integral to Luke Cage, became very integral to Iron Fist. A big player, not not too big a player in Defenders, but she is there. She was in JJ season one, and somehow, for whatever reason, she's not in season two, which is interesting because, again, I was fully expecting a very female-dominant cast, which we got. Because, I mean, yeah, this, like, this if I'm not mistaken, I think every episode was directed by... Uh, yeah. A female director, yeah. right? Um, the feminism was turned up to 11, which was great. I thought it was dealt yeah. with very, very well. Also, the fact that Jerry Hogarth's character is actually played in the comic version of Marvel. It's portrayed by a man. It's actually a man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, But in tell. the show, they've... Oh, right. Yeah. What's, what's his name? I'm not sure. Okay. Yeah, I haven't read the comics, sure. but I read the somewhere that. Okay, well, that, yeah. So I mean, so to that end, I was just surprised that they didn't include arguably the most important female character that's in um, hmm. the Netflix verse. Okay. So there were just a lot of things about the season that were strange, just very, very strange. Anywho, let us take a little break, and I will then let you speak it because I can ramble for a while. Hello, and welcome back to the show. So, Janam, you have thoughts? On season two, yes. Do tell. So, uh, comparing season one and two, I definitely enjoyed one better. But uh, two had its moments. Mm-hmm. A bit slow in the start, mm-hmm. like we all agree. And um, I just feel like what happened towards the end of season two could have probably happened. Some of it should have happened a bit earlier on. Mm-hmm. And... Um, Pacing was definitely Yeah, pacing is definitely an issue over here. I feel the show as a whole fixates a lot on Jessica's past. Yeah. So season one, we see that, which is fine because like, you know, she's going back and forth and like she's, mm-hmm. we, we'd come to know that she's, you know, lost her family in an accident and mm-hmm. then she's dealing with that and then Kilgrave is there. Yeah. Season two, it goes even further. So Malcolm and Trisha, like, you know, forcing her to uh, get into the whole IGH, dig up what IGH mm-hmm. is hiding. Right. And uh, yeah, I feel that there's too much fixation on the past of her life, which is a bit too much. I feel they could have done something else probably with this. Yeah, and the whole thing, also, the whole thing like, is clearly just a PTSD thing. Yeah, right? and there's uh, like you mentioned earlier, there's no antagonist in this right season. Yeah, up until a point, and then that yeah. antagonist is not like a clear. Even though she is literally killing people and is a friggin' death machine, yeah. that's not why we care about her. We care about her because she's a mom, not specifically because she's just a random super villain that Hmm. can kill people. Because she's not a villain. She's just in self-defense and she's just like, she's an experiment gone wrong. So just like control the monster and that's all Hmm. she is. But it's more than a monster. It's the the fact that she's a mom. Now I'm like, I have mixed, uh, my motivations are conflicted. I don't know. Should I kill the monster? Should I save my mom? What should I do? So that was interesting. But yeah, like the thing about um, the family backstory Ironically enough, my favorite episode might have been the flashback episode. The um, way we find out about her boyfriend and yeah, her mom kills yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cool because yeah. I guess, one, I thought the, I mean, just in general, this entire season and the first season, the acting is phenomenal. Hmm. The The casting was great. I, I really liked the boyfriend, that guy, I forget his name, the bartender. Hmm. Uh, I thought he was great. I was, I we knew he was going to probably kick it pretty soon. I was bummed it happened so quickly. Yeah. But then, has this ever happened to you? Like, when you're binging a Netflix show, um, especially with these, like, one-off episodes where they do things like a flashback or, like, a deep dive into a very specific, specific. nuclear story, yeah. part of the story, by the time we got to the end of that episode, 
I had to just do a double take and be and look back like, wait, how long have I been with this this particular story arc? Because like, holy crap, it's just one episode. Because that was really tight. Yeah. That was great. I yeah. thought you got a lot of bang for your buck in that one episode. Like there was mm. a very great, clear, defined story arc in there where like every scene was essential, which I don't think was the case for this season for the for, for a lot of, of it. The season, yeah. Like I'll give you one big thing that I loved about season one, Malcolm. I thought yeah. Malcolm was great. In this season, I thought he was kind of like sidestepped because he kept on playing the same card again and again and again. He's like, I'm going to be loyal to you. Yeah. You can fire me a million times, but I'm going to be loyal he to you. He is sidestepped, but I feel he he still bounces back. He still fights right. with Jessica. Right, exactly. That's, he does, which yeah. which is great. He has tenacity and that's that's fantastic. Yeah. But thing is, as far as like the plot is concerned, he was just, he sort of took Trisha's spot in this season. He was the best friend hmm. that... Is tenacious and going to say, I'm best friends with a dick. JJ is a, yeah, is a dick. Yeah. So I'm best friends with a dick. So I have to be tough sometimes and push back and say, no, I'm your friend. I'm going to freaking sleep on your couch and I will be here when you wake up and I will. Da, da, da. Um, and then Trish becomes the... I think that was intentional because... It was, yeah. Yeah, because anyway, the whole Jessica and towards the end of the season, Jessica and Trish are not really on good terms. Right. Obviously, like, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Trish was great in the role she played, but I just thought that like... Um, with the fact that the roles were reversed and she's sort of like another, not a villain, but like a problem child in the entire season. Yeah. That was cool. But really, Malcolm, as far as I was concerned, all I, when I, if I, if I think back on what he did in the season, he did two things. One is he argued with JJ and mm-hmm. just made, added more lines to every scene, which amounted to, for the most part, not very much. Like his, his role was mostly in, inconsequential, I thought. And the other thing was he has now cleaned up his act. He's not a homeless, uh, not homeless, but he's not a heroin addict anymore. Hmm. And he works out a lot and he takes his shirt off. <laughs> I was like, that that was the majority of what he did. He would argue with JJ and he would have like shirtless Malcolm scenes. takes his shirt off? A lot. Oh, yeah? Wait, did you not notice this? Like, Why I, are you notice? See, that's the thing. I the, Speaking of like the female flip of the feminist perspective, yeah. I thought that that was like doing service to that. I was wow. like, wow, we're going to have a lot of really strong female characters in this. Like your protagonist mm-hmm. is female, your antagonist is female. The problem child in the mix, the wild card is Trish. Yeah. So like it's really strong in that regard. Your, your primary male character, uh, Malcolm, I thought was sidestepped. And he's basically made up to just be like eye candy. I was just like, like see, that's Luke, all he when was. When Luke Cage went shirtless, I remember that. But when <laughs> Malcolm was shirtless, I don't know. I, I remember seeing Malcolm in like suit and all. Like he was suited up. And right at the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, uh, so I remember, like, he, more, uh, like no. he literally had a scene right after um, he takes a hit of uh, Trish's, Trish's drug. drug. Yeah. And he goes like, oh crap, I have to leave. And he, he walks away. The next okay. time you see him is like an episode later. They skip a lot of time. A lot of time passes. I'm guessing he yeah. just like passed out and took care of himself. The next time you see the guy... He just had a horrible fight with Trish. Hmm. Like, they almost were at blows with each other. Yeah. And the next time you see him, cut to, he's in his bedroom. He's working out, like, lifting weights. Hmm. And last time we saw him, he was really pissed off at Trish because he because Trish enabled an ex-addict and said, no, please, have drugs. It's fine. Which was a horrible thing to do. And you would think that he'd be, like, really upset with her and say, I don't want to see you. But the next time you see them... He's working out, knock at the door, it's Trish. Oh, let's have steamy sex right now. Yeah. I was like, wait, what? Why? No. Like she <laughs> she just put you back on drugs. You've been clean for so long. Why are you so okay with this? Oh, because you're you're the eye candy for the season. That's fine. So that's mm. that that again, like that was just a choice that I thought was like you built a really great character in season yeah. one. 
I liked you better more when you were the heroin addict. <laughs> because he was just more interesting. Because now I thought he was just like, he's around. He's he's just like the the neighbor next door that's like, oh, JJ, what are you doing? You'll be fine. Don't cry in the So corner. he was basically a bad character initially who went, who turned good. Yeah, and I liked him more as the bad character. Because like, he just what, had What do you think say. about Jerry Hogarth though? Like she is... Um, Okay, let's talk about the mm-hmm. subplot of sure. Jerry Hogarth being diagnosed with ALS. Sure. How relevant do you think was that to the whole season? Like, what were they doing with this? I thought it was a little too much lawyer talk for my liking. I okay. really like Carrie Ann Moss. I mm. think she's amazing. I mean, yeah, I, can't, yeah. I can't not see her as Trinity, especially when she wears black. Mm. But she's great in every scene she's in. But again, it's a problem that keeps occurring every now and again um, in every season of every show that she's in. It's always lawyer business and lawyering. It's a it's a huge problem in Iron Fist, but you haven't seen that, so we won't get into that. Yeah. But in this one, I thought that like I liked the 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 I'm dying and I have nothing left to lose angle was really cool. I I was curious really? to see where that I, would I go. I thought they were trying too hard to redeem her character because of what she did in season one. Remind me of what happened in season one because it was so long ago. So the end of season one, uh, you know, she she lets uh, she. Let's David Tennant go, and she takes you. She drives him right. She drives uh-huh. him to uh, her ex-wife's place, right. and they have that whole fight where he's mind controlling them, and he gets them to. He gets Jerry to kill her. Uh, off the roof, right? Not no, off no. the roof in the house. They're like the house? so. His wife is like going on cutting her. Like he just tells her like cut her, cut her a thousand times. <gasps> oh right, yes. Yeah. That was, yeah, 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 yeah. I totally forgot. Yeah, that was a big one. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. I, I just felt they were trying too hard to redeem her character with this whole ALS and like just trying That's to a add a lot point. of sympathy to her character. That's a fair point. Yeah. Yeah. But now the thing. But now the other thing is again contextually we've seen her a lot since then. She's yeah. she's a big character in the in the yeah. larger in the larger Netflix yeah. world. Also, she's like if you see, she's actually legit broken bad. In this yeah. season, like mm-hmm. she starts off with being whatever. She's not really uh, evil no. as we see, but yeah. you know, she's uh, Inez, the nurse, mm-hmm. cons her and right. gets this other guy involved. They yeah. steal her, they rob her place entirely. Mm-hmm. And then she just hands her the gun and forces her to, yeah. like, not forces, but like that was persuades cool. her to kill th- that guy. Yeah. It, was, it was very cool. It was a very um, sort of Heisenbergian. Have you seen yeah. Breaking Bad? Yeah. 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 So very, very like, yeah. yeah, very Heisenbergian yeah. kind of a move. So like you're terminally cool. ill and you're like, okay, I need to do something bad. Right. So I'm excited for her future now for like where we, where we've left her at this point in yeah. the, in the world of Netflix. Um, seeing that she is now starting her own company because eventually, again, I don't know if they'll do this, but um, in the comics, that character, Jerry's character ends up being the, not the boss, but like the, I guess the lawyer representative for Heroes for Hire, okay. for Iron Fist and Luke Cage when they do team up. So, um, if Defenders two doesn't happen, I'm sure there will be some iteration of like some kind of team up because that's what superheroes do. They eventually team up. So I'm excited to see how that continues. But I will say that like um, for Jerry's story, hmm? there was the I'm dying. I have ALS. Yeah. I need to be saved. What do I do about that? And so, you know, she meets the healer potentially and then that goes mm. the way it does. I was in it. Whenever that was happening, I was like, oh, cool. You're dying and you've met the healing hero. We've never met a healing hero. Mm. That's really cool. And I, I actually bought it. because I bought it, yeah. Yeah, yeah because was great. any person can technically have any... If you yeah. have mind controlling, you can yeah, you have... You can any. freaking anything. So that yeah. was cool. So that was great. But then every time that they were going into that whole... Um, what was the guy's name? Her competitor who eventually joins her company at the end? Chen? Chen? Price. Chen? Bryce Chang. Something like that. Yes, Price. that guy. That whole thing was a complete snooze for me. 
because I just couldn't yeah. follow what was happening. Because the problem with lawyer talk, just in general, yeah. <laughs> is if you miss one line, you've lost it. Hmm. At least for me, like if I if I don't have a grip on every single word that is being said, you've lost me completely. Which is again. Have you had a lot of interactions with lawyers? No. No. Okay. But I've tried to. I've watched a lot of shows okay. with lawyers in them, and I get very confused. I don't know what's happening because, yeah. like, it, they just use big words and try to confuse me. It was yeah. like I. I'm sorry. Like this doesn't interest me. Like the stakes. Hmm. That's just my biggest thing. I keep coming back to with this season. Hmm. The stakes were just not high enough for me because yeah. the you cannot deny where we are with all these characters. All every single one of these characters, except for. Um, what was her name? Her mom's name? Whose mom's name? Um, Jessica's mom's name. Her name was something that was like alias is a nod Alison? to her name. Wait, something like that. Let's look Whatever up. her name is. The yeah. evil woman. Her mom and her doctor were the only yeah. two real new characters. Alyssa. 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 Right. So oh, yeah. Alyssa and the doctor, uh, Carl, were the only two people that came into this show fresh. Everybody else we've been living with for like years. Mm. Right? And so... This was just a little too insular for the wrong reasons. I just like the whole time was wondering about 50 other things that were not being addressed. And normally I would say like I'm not I'm not opposed to the idea of having a isolated story. That's totally fine. Like mm-hmm. I mean the solo movies coming just is coming out in a few weeks. Like we yeah. I'm I'm very excited for very insular things, but you have to know where you are in the larger scheme of things. Anywho, let's take a break and we're going to get more into it. Hello, and we are back talking about JJ. This is JJ on JJ. <laughs> cool. So, you were saying? Yeah. So, um, there's a lot of uh, like throughout this throughout the season, we see a lot of characters manipulating each other. Mm-hmm. There's uh, there's Trish clearly taking advantage of Malcolm, and uh, just the fact that he's you know so nice to and he's into her clearly. She's just mm-hmm. using that. Then there is um, there's Jessica who's always running to her neighbor slash superintendent who's, mm-hmm. you know, like for forging IDs and stuff. Mm-hmm. She's always uh, up, like, using him for that. And That wasn't always. That, but yes. But that, he that does was it there. quite often okay. on the show, yeah. yeah. Like, at least three she, to four times. Like, she does it either for her clients. She does it a couple of times for some of her clients, like some cases she's working on, and then uh-huh. she does it for herself, herself also. Yeah. yeah. Okay, right. And then there is um, Inez, the nurse, taking... Uh, Advantage, advantage of, of Jerry. Right. And there's even, um, come to think of it, it's uh, Trisha's whole life um, under her mom. Her mom essentially living yeah. vicariously through Trish and like, de- oh, like yes. that, that was like her own thing. Like yeah. she didn't really care about Trish, just cares about the, yeah. I am the mother of famous person, so I am now important. Uh, yeah, yeah, basically. I agree, yeah. yeah. No, so I think it's, uh, that's a good point because um, that's pretty much what the Purple Man and mm. JJ relationship is right the yeah taking advantage of um in that specific case we're talking rape and all that but mm. i mean even after the fact ptsd of just like you're still in my head because you got so into my skin that yeah i can't stop thinking about what your yeah, opinion yeah. Would be, i like, I like the fact said. that uh, somehow like it's still not clear but somehow jessica's rid herself of his control she's mm-hmm. no longer under his influence yeah. but he's still lingering right in the season uh, it was good to see David Tennant on the, in the season. Yeah. Of course, it always is. Yeah. Uh, we knew that's that's another interesting, thing, right? We knew that he was going to be in it. Uh, they made that publicly known like a while ago. Okay. Um, 
yeah, that's another thing that's just hanging over everybody's head. And I'm sure they knew about that. I mean, of course, they know that when you're watching this show. And hmm. like, I think David Tennant was like third. Um, but they didn't mention in, the, in what context he it, would be back. Exactly. Yeah, so it thing. could be flashbacks. They gave, him, be. they gave him like the third titling in a lot of publications about okay. the cast listing and whatnot. So we, oh. so if he's like third, if he's the third rung, hmm. it's like, that's a big role. Um, obviously, you're not going to put David Tennant down low because he is who he is. But like, yeah. the fact that they delayed him so much, I mean, that's just the same problem we, we talk, spoke about just a little bit ago. Just like, took way too long to get there. Yeah. Because it was kind of inevitable, right? With how he was going to be used. Like, were you surprised? Did you like how they used him? Yeah. As just like a thing? Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, if if they've announced that he's going to be there, people could think maybe it's flashbacks. Maybe right. Jessica's just... I had my fingers crossed, but I knew it wasn't... It was very unlikely that it was mm. going to be sort of a... um, Like how... um, Crap, what's his name? In Sherlock. Uh, Moriarty. Sort okay. of the the villain yeah. that never that never dies. Yeah. You know. Have you seen all of Sherlock, by the way? I've seen the, till the season BBC? three. Three? Oh, which okay. is... So which is the later season? I... Four. Uh, yes. I think four, yeah. I've yes. watched till three. I've okay. watched till the part where Jim Moriarty is on the... You know that scene where he's on the radio and he's like... Uh, Did you miss me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay so you yeah. haven't seen what happens after that? No. Okay, then thank God because now I'm not going to... Now I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> yeah, because my point was all about season four. Okay. <laughs> anyway, but uh, yeah, so uh, manipulation is, is, the, is the big thing and yeah. like that... It was... It's really cool subject matter. Like throughout this entire season... I was very impressed that they were able to get um, a pretty solid show. Like, the, my, my, my overall opinion is that I liked this season, but I was disappointed in how it was handled because it was like, re- they hit on really great themes. They hit on really good topics to talk mm. about and really good topics to explore. And with speaking of manipulation, the, since the entire thing was just about how I, how I being JJ, deals with... Um, just everything that's happened in the past and how do I move on from that. Yeah. It was really cool areas to hit on and Kilgrave was a great addition. Everybody's mm-hmm. happy to see him. But it was just, I think it should have been like seven episodes instead of 13. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the yeah. first four, first, yeah. the first four to five episodes were very forgettable. I honestly can't, can't mm. tell you a damn thing that happened the first four because so I vaguely remember like the, the wizard guy who's sure yeah. yeah yeah so like that was cool it was a, it was a good MacGuffin for yeah. like one episode yeah. but then I went on for like three and then you meet the friggin what's his face from the first season the the cop who dies in the beginning the guy with the drug ah Will was that his name Will something ah that's the thing it was so forgettable who's, who the Trish Walker yeah the, the ex, guy the guy yeah. who yeah the, the the one who Trish took her drugs from yeah um. All that happens for like way too long in the first couple episodes. And when you meet the mom before you know she's her mom. Yeah. It's cool. Like, oh, cool. There's some random powered person. Hmm. But I don't have a reason to care about random powered person until it was mom, which is only like episode seven. I was like, I've just wasted seven hours to get to the point where I give a damn. So this actually, ironically, now that I think about it, I guess has sort of flipped everything that has been consistently flawed with Netflix MCU so far, which is... um, like I said, the final act of all the previous shows were pretty weak. Hmm. And this is the only one where I'd say like act two and three were great and act one was very, yeah. Because, you know, it's ironic hmm. now that I think about it as well that um, a lot of the reviews online that you would see of um, uh, things like IGN and Nerdist and whatnot where they talk about these shows almost immediately, hmm. they haven't really done a deep dive into the second season of JJ. They've okay. done a deep dive into the second season of Daredevil. They've done a deep dive into every other show on Netflix uh, from Marvel, hmm. but 
like they've only talked about the first episode reaction and they've done like quick five minutes on like, so just in general, the villain was cool or just in general, I thought that the show could have been shorter. That it seems to be like everybody's unanimous hmm. opinion on this thing. It was like, well done guys, but man, that dragged. That was like unnecessarily long. That's just, yeah. that's me and a couple of people. But so overall, would you, uh, are you, you going to stick with it? You think, are you going to, are you, Yeah. Forget JJ. In general, are you going to now go back and look up Daredevil and Luke Cage and Iron Fist yeah, and all that? Are you, are you in it? Totally. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Have you seen all the MCU, all the movies? Most of them. Yeah, which ones I've haven't seen... you seen? We've talked about this before. Have, how many are you missing? Yeah, I have watched uh, Age of Ultron. Oh God, yes. I remember which this was... is how that question was answered. Yeah, yeah. Not a good answer to the question. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, so I'm starting yeah. with Age of Ultron and there are literally no, like 15 <laughs> movies. Yeah, so I haven't watched oh, the older ones. So you haven't seen Avengers 1? Which was that again? Avengers. <laughs> it's just called Avengers where they meet up for the first time and it's the Avengers. I There's no age have. of anything. It's the age oh. of beginning. It's the age okay. of birth. <laughs> you have not I, I, seen it. I don't remember watching The Battle it. for New York. I might have. I'm Loki. No, oh. you haven't seen it. Okay. This, there would be no, there would be no Loki, question in your head. Loki, yeah, yeah of course. Remember, Loki's in every movie. Loki's yeah. like, he, Loki's in I think like six or seven Marvel movies at this point. Okay. But okay, so you need to do some homework because Infinity Hence was coming the 31 out. Thirty-one-hour. Yeah. Marathon. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah. So Avengers: <laughs> Infinity was coming out in just a few weeks. You have literally seventeen days from the time of this recording. You have some uh, homework to do. You got, yeah. so you got you got a, a long night ahead of you. Okay. Cool. Anywho, so that that's the show for this week, guys. Um, please let us know if you saw Jessica Jones Season 2 and or 1 and or Defenders or any of the other above-mentioned shows. And let us know what you thought. Like I said, I'm a little indifferent. Uh, Janam, I think you liked it significantly more than I did. But then again, you have not been jaded by... The I other think, shows, yeah. yeah. I heard uh, Daredevil uh, is excellent. They're all excellent. Yeah, but no, specifically Daredevil, people have praised that one a lot. I think Punisher is the yeah? best of them all. But... It's it's more unique than uh, Jessica Jones, I think. Okay. I won't I won't say anything more. You should just watch it. That's and what about, what about Agents of Shield? How much time do you have? <laughs> I can. Uh, no, I, I, don't, I like, don't don't tempt me, woman. <laughs> I will. <laughs> they had, the other two aren't here I, today, so like yeah. I'm off the hook. But no, but no, how I won't how, how good or bad is Agents of Shield compared to the rest of these shows? Oh God, Agents of Shield is nowhere close compared to these shows. But it's just it's it's. No, I'm not going to get into it. I will, I'll, we don't have time for that. I was signing off. I'm going to keep doing that. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, write into us at contactgeekfruit.gmail.com. Log on to our website, geekfruit.in, and hit the contact button if you prefer to do that. You can find us on the social medias um, at geekfruithq. You can reach me at Twitter um, at Jishnuguha. Janam, where can they find you? At Janam Devan. What she said. Uh, that's us. That's it for this week. Uh, thank you so much for listening, and bye-bye. Bye-bye.